Now today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. OPM's inspector general gives a thumbs up to the agency. The IG says the Office of Personnel Management is properly adjudicating background investigations and is meeting congressional standards in the Intelligence Reform and Terrorism Prevention Act. There are a few improvements it could make, though, like better training and standardizing policies and procedures for all of its adjudicators. The Department of the Navy has more than 100,000 people still waiting for security clearances. Federal News Radio Scott Massioni tells us what the service is doing about it. The Department of the Navy will soon open up a new background investigation hub in San Diego. This will be the second hub of its kind. The first was built in Tidewater, Virginia. The hubs bring government background investigators to sites other than Washington, D.C. to expedite the interviewing process. The Navy has also been setting up surge centers throughout the United States. Those are temporary areas where interviewers can visit to speed up interviews and investigations. Places like Fort Meade, Maryland have already been used as surge sites. I'm Scott Massioni. The Air Force names Brigadier General Edward Vaughn as the head of its unexplained physiological events integration team. The team will work to find solutions to minimize the effects of oxygen loss, headaches, and disorientation while flying. Since May 2nd, five F-35 pilots have experienced hypoxia while flying. A new commander takes over the U.S.'s longest war. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Army General Austin Miller takes over Resolution Support Mission. He was commander of Joint Special Operations Command at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Miller replaces General John Nicholson, who commanded NATO and U.S. forces in Afghanistan since March 2016, a record 31 months. Upon retiring, Nicholson urged the Taliban to stop killing fellow Afghans and Muslims, adding the time for peace is now. I'm Tom Temin. Vendors hoping to bid on the Pentagon's $10 billion Joint Enterprise Defense Infrastructure or JEDI contract get more time to do so. The Defense Department pushes the deadline to accept bids back to October 9th. DOD says it's making the change after being asked for more time by offerers. The House passes bipartisan legislation to codify a key cybersecurity program at the Homeland Security Department. Congressman John Radcliffe's bill supports the agency's Continuous Diagnostics Mitigation Program, or CDM. The bill would ensure the CDM program continues to implement the latest network monitoring tools. The bill would also require DHS Secretary Kirsten Nielsen to report to Congress on how to better run the program. DHS launched the CDM program in 2012 to protect agency networks from cyber attacks. I'm Jory Heckman. House Minority Whip Steny Hoyer wants the Agriculture Department to reconsider its plans to move some employees out of the D.C. metropolitan area. Hoyer writes to USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue saying moving employees of the Economic Research Service and National Institute of Food Agriculture would be disruptive. Hoyer says many of these employees have lived in the area for years and decades. Federal unions say agencies are revealing how they'll comply with a federal district court ruling on the president's workforce executive orders. The Social Security Administration is restoring official time and opening up some office space. The American Federation of Government Employees says it's working with SSA to develop a process to submit claims over the union's lost time and expenses. The National Treasury Employees Union says the IRS is dropping its original plans to cut official time. And the EPA more than doubled spending on security under former Administrator Scott Pruitt. The agency's Inspector General says over less than a year, EPA spent $3.5 million on 24-7 security for the Administrator. That's compared to $1.6 million spent under former Administrator Gina McCarthy. The EPA justifies the spending, saying it was in response to specific threats against Pruitt. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.